It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-O, Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes, leaves hair more radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The coming of the new year is a time for taking stock, for evaluating the past and determining just what progress we are making toward the goals we have set for ourselves. It was just a few days ago that Chester A. Riley seated himself at the kitchen table, sharpened a pencil with a bread knife, gave it a good lick, and began making a personal inventory on the back of an unpaid bill. Well, let's see. Salary at the start of 1948, $59.20. Salary at the end of 1948, $59.20. Hmm. Cash on hand at the start of 48, zero. Hmm. Cash on hand at the end of 48, four dollars. Hmm. Oh, uh, Riley, did you pay the gas bill this month? I think it's, uh, four dollars. Cash on hand at the end of 48, zero. <laughs> well, let's see. Children at the start of 48, two. Children at the end of 48, two. I'm in a rut. <laughs> Wives at the start of 48-1, wives at the end of 48-1. No progress there either. <laughs> oh, well, that's silly. I better cross that out. Now, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, friends. Friends at the start of 48, Jim Gillis and Digger O'Dell. Friends at the end of 48, Gillis and Digger O'Dell. Riley, what are you writing there? Peg, you know what? We ought to get out more and meet people. <laughs> we certainly ought to. Well, let's do something about it this New Year's Eve. I'm in the mood for a party. Oh, you say that every year. And what happens? We wind up spending the evening with Gillis and Digger O'Dell, the undertaker. Gillis gets blotto on one coke, and Digger pulls his annual joke. Look, he's getting stiff. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, dear, if that's your idea of a party... No, no, this re year re really step out. Make a big night of it. Eat dinner out. I'll spend every cent I got. Fair enough? Well, you're sure playing it safe. I know you're broke. Oh, okay. But this New Year's, we're going to have fun, a party, a big swank affair in a beautiful house with champagne and everything. Oh, stop dreaming. Who's going to invite us? Well, I see now. I, I heard that Mr. Jenkins up the street is giving a big shindig this New Year's Eve. Jenkins, the bank manager? Yeah. Well, you hardly know him. Well, what are you talking about? We're pals. He's crazy about me. Whenever I walk into the bank, his eyes follow me wherever I go. <laughs> He'd love to have us. I'll call him up right now. Where's the phone book? Oh, Riley, don't be ridiculous. You can't invite yourself to a party. Oh, I'll trap him. First, I'll invite him to a party at our house. What? Yeah. And then he'll say, sorry, Chet, old boy, but I'm throwing a shindig over at my place. Why don't you and the missus join us? And we're set. But, Riley... Oh, the number. Gladstone 6739. Oh, now, Riley, hang up that phone. You'll only make a fool of yourself. Peg, I know what I'm doing. Did I ever steer you wrong? Every single time. <laughs> now, well, it's time my luck changed. Uh, hello? Hello, Mr. Jenkins, residence. Well, how are you, B.J.? This is C.R., B.J. Say, we were just talking about New Year's. Uh, what? Well, this is Chet, B.J. Yeah, we, we were thinking you were... 
Huh? It was Chester. We were hoping that New Year's... What? <laughs> Riley. You know, Riley. We, we thought New Year's... Riley. R-I-L-E-Y. <laughs> we figured New Year's... What? New Year's. N-E-W-Y-E-E-R-S. <laughs> we thought you'd... What? What do you mean, stop annoying... Now, wait a minute, Jenkins. Well, if that's going to be your attitude, I'm through doing business with your bank. I can get my blotters elsewhere. <laughs> oh, Mr. Stevenson, Riley's in the outer office. Oh, good. You think you'll do it for me, Millie? Well, there's no harm in asking. I hate to ask anybody to work on New Year's Eve, but I've just got to get someone to operate that spotlight in the ballroom. I've tried every electrician in town. Well... Just have to be Riley. My wife insists on having that spotlight for the dancing. All right, send him in. Yes, sir. Riley, Mr. Stevenson will see you now. Oh, hiya, boss. Come in, Riley. Come in. Sit down. Oh, thanks, boss. Have a cigar, Riley? Oh, thanks. Have a sunshine biscuit? Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Riley, I suppose you're wondering why I called you in. Well, boss, if it's about the foreman catching me smoking in the paint shop, I'm sorry. I, I promise that you he'll never catch me again. No, this isn't business, Riley. It's personal. Oh, personal? Yes. You see, I'm giving a big New Year's Eve affair. Yeah, I, I know. I read about it in the society column. Yes. Well, the fact is, uh, Riley, did you and your missus have anything special planned for New Year's Eve? Why, uh, no. Well, if you haven't, I was wondering if you'd boss. like to... You don't mean that you... Oh, boss. Oh, now, now, wait, Riley. Don't get the wrong Here idea. you are, a big executive, and you're inviting me, a common riveter. <laughs> Oh, you're a big man, Mr. Stevenson. Riley, I this just... This is real what? democracy. Here you are smoking my biscuit and I'm eating your cigar. <laughs> the American way of life. Now listen, Riley, Just I... let me finish, boss. Coming to your party means a lot to me. It ain't so much for myself that I'm happy, but for the little woman who stuck with me through all these years when I was just a crump. This will be the thrill of a lifetime for her, an even bigger thrill than our honeymoon. Thanks, boss. Thanks a million. <laughs> now, you wanted to say something, boss? Riley, I didn't think you'd... I just wanted to ask if... You see, I needed to... We'll expect you at nine. Riley, are you sure? Well, of course I'm sure. I know an invitation when I hear one boy. Wait till that snob Jenkins hears about this. But oh. why did Mr. Stevenson invite you, Daddy? Yeah, Bob, why you? Well, uh, that's a fine thing. My own kids think I ain't good enough to associate with the boss. Oh, it isn't that, but he just I'll never... tell you why he invited me. Democracy, that's why. Stevenson believes in democracy like I do. He figures like I do. And I always say whether he's a boss or a worker, one man is just as good as another. Well, did he invite any of the other men at the plant? What, them ignorant crumbs? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I don't feel quite right about going. Well, we gotta go. If we don't show up, it'll hurt his feelings. Oh, I suppose we'll have now, to go. Peg, but... you've got the wrong attitude. This is the chance of a lifetime. The Rileys are moving into society. It's our debut. <laughs> or coming out party. Oh. Don't be silly. Sure, you'll be coming out of your evening gown, and I'll be coming out of my tuxedo. <laughs> well, you're not kidding. I, I, I really haven't got a thing 
underwear. Yeah, well, don't you worry. You're going to go to that party in style. And what'll we use for money? I wish you hadn't brought that up. <laughs> Mother, you can wear my white satin. Just let it out a little. Hey, that's a great idea. Oh, it won't fit. Sure it will. Let it out a little around the shoulders and a lot around the... Oh, it'll fit like a glove. <laughs> oh, we're all set now. What about a tux for you, Pop? Yeah, well, that'll cost dough, too. Uh, Riley, maybe we better not go. No, nothing doing. I ain't passing up this chance. I'll borrow the dough. I got friends, you know, like, like good old Jim Gillis. Why, that sweet guy would gladly cut off my right arm for me. <laughs> Leave me alone, Riley. I ain't lending you no ten bucks. But, Gillis, it's very important. You expect me to shell out my good dough so you can go to the boss's party and get in good with him and maybe get promoted foreman yet? So that's why you're jealous. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Jealous? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go to his party if he got down his hands and knees and begged me. And as long as he didn't beg me, you ain't going neither. Well... That's a fine way to treat a guy who was your pal ever since you was a kid. Why, when we was in grammar school together, who let you peek his, his examination paper four years in a row? Me. And who was left back four years in a row? Me. <laughs> and who stayed behind with you? Me. <laughs> well, this is how you repay back a pal after all I've done for you. Hey, you never done nothing for me. Gillis, how can you say that? When you had borderline anemia and you needed a transfusion, didn't I give you a quart of my blood? Again with the blood. <laughs> That's the fifth time this month you throwed it up at me. If you mention your blood once more, so help me, I'll cut open my vein and squirt it right in your eye. <laughs> well, I'm glad I found out how you feel about me before our friendship got too ripe. Okay, but just remember this, Gillis. Riveters who get invited to the boss's house for New Year's don't stay riveters. They go up, and that's where I'm going. Up! I'll wind up an executive, a big shot. I'll be able to hire and fire guys just like that. And when that time comes, Gillis, you know what I'm going to do to you? Yeah? What are you going to do to me? I'll have my executive office right in the riveting department so you can watch me sleep while you're working. <laughs> Peg, hurry up. We're supposed to be there at nine. We'd be late. I'll be ready in a minute, dear. Hey, kids, did you see my coat? It must... Oh, here it is. Hey, look at Papa. Oh, Daddy, you look wonderful. <laughs> Pretty slick, huh? Never saw me in a tuxedo before, huh? Well, where'd you rent it, Pop? Junior, your father does not wear rented suits. I got this from Digger O'Dell. <laughs> hey, what's keeping your... Peg! I'm coming. Well, uh... How, how do I look? Oh, Dumplin, you, you, you look gorgeous. Oh, gee, Mom, you, you're pretty. Oh, Mother, you look absolutely ravishing. Oh, go on with you. An old lady like me. Old lady, what are you talking about? Why, you're young. Why, you look like my sister. And I look like your kid brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with your hair up like that, Mother, you look beautiful. Honest Peg, you look like a young bride. You look just the way you did at our wedding. Don't she, Junior? Well... 
How should I know, Pop? I wasn't there. Yeah, well, you should have been. You sure missed a riot. <laughs> well, let's go. My arm, madame. But you, you really think I look all right? Oh, stop worrying. I guarantee that when you walk into that ballroom on my arm, everybody will be whispering, who is that charming, that gorgeous... Oh, go on, Ryan. ...that adorable man with that woman in white? <laughs> I've been looking all over for oh, you. Oh, this is a great party, huh, Peggy? Riley, let's go home. Home? The evening's young yet. Well, I, I feel out of place here. I don't know anybody, and nobody said a word to me. You've got to mingle, Peg. Everybody's talking to me. I'm the most popular guy here. Every minute, somebody's calling me over. What are you doing with that tray of drinks? Martinis. Twelve of them. I'm bringing them over to my gang over there. Riley! Oh, don't worry. I'm just drinking pure lemon juice. C- come on over and meet the gang. Big shots. Every one of them. You see that gray-headed guy snapping his fingers at me? That's Anthony LeBlond of American Airlines. He's a big airplane maggot. I've been bringing him drinks all evening. You've been bringing him drinks? Yeah, and sandwiches. And his wife, too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, they're coming over. I'll introduce you, Peg. Oh, Riley, don't you no, see I what's th- happened? Please come home. Well, Peg, you've got to learn to mingle. Don't be a snob. Talk to people. Treat them like equals, like I'm doing. Ah, there you are, Riley. Oh, say, Mr. LeBlanc, I'd like you to meet my missus. I'll take those drinks, then please get us another round right away. Yeah, well, I'd like you to meet my missus. And while you're about it, get us some of those delicious canapes. Yeah, sure, I'd like you to meet my missus. And uh, don't forget, very dry with two olives. Yeah, two olives. I'd like you to... Riley, please, let's go home. Uh, Waiter, uh, waiter. Get a load of that, Mr. LeBlanc. That guy over there is calling you. He thinks you're a waiter. (laughs) (laughs) I told you to come home What's the matter, my man? I ain't your man What's wrong, waiter? And I ain't your woman either And I ain't your waiter You can get your own drink Now, see here Now, wait a minute Oh, Peg Peg Yes, dear Happy New Year. Prell will bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. For a more radiant you, it's Prell Shampoo. Yes, for a more radiant you, it's Prell Shampoo. Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. You'll love the radiance of your Prell washed hair because Prell's exclusive radiant cream formula leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. Prell can't leave a dulling soap film to dim out the natural beauty of your hair. Just soft, smooth, gloriously radiant hair. You'll love Prell washed hair for another reason, too, because it's free of unsightly dandruff. Yes, Prell removes such dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. So with Prell, you can be sure of hair that is radiantly lovely and radiantly clean. Easy to manage, too. After a Prell shampoo, your hair curls better. It's easier to comb and arrange into your favorite hairstyle. Try it and see if you don't agree. For a more radiant you, it's Prell shampoo. D-R-E-L-O, Prell shampoo. Ask for Prell. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Mother! 
Mother, Daddy, what are you doing home so early? Gee, it's only a little after 12. What happened? Don't ask so many questions. Help me get your father to the couch. Come on, Riley. Oh. Oh, gee. <laughs> I thought Pop never touches a drink. Of course not. He just serves him. Junior, go to bed. Okay. Babs, make your father a hot cup of tea. Oh, yes, Mother. Put two olives in it. <laughs> oh, now stop brooding about it, Riley. Go on, Babsy. There, there, now lie down, dear, and try to forget about it. I can't forget it. I'll never forget it. Treating me like a waiter. Well, it's your own fault. I told you we shouldn't have gone. Besides, in that tuxedo digger Odell Lencher, you looked like a waiter. <laughs> Those cheap grafters, not one of them tipped me. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have gone, but you wouldn't listen. Please, Peg, I feel bad enough as it is. Well, I, I'm sorry, dear. I'm upset, too. Fine New Year's Eve this turned out to be. When I started out, I thought this was my big chance. Maybe I'd get to be an executive. Look how I wind up. Now, dear, it's not that bad. This is what comes of being a nice guy. Well, that's the way to be. No. I learned my lesson tonight. There's only one way to get ahead in this world. You gotta be mean, ruthless, Step on people. Now, that's not true. It's the only way. All my life, I've been a softy. But from now on, I'm going to have a heart as hard as a rock. You don't know what you're saying. Yes, I do. Ruthless. Before I'm through, some of the nicest people in this town are going to hate me. You'll be proud of me, Peg. (laughs) Now, stop working yourself up over nothing. Now, try to relax, dear. I'll go get you your tea. Ruthless. That's the only way to be. I'll get ahead. I'll get to the top. I'll own my own plant. Then I'll get even with everybody. Yeah, ruthless. <sighs> ruthless. Ruthless rally. <sighs> That's what I'll be. Ruthless. <laughs> Hello. Ruthless Riley speaking. President of the Ruthless Aircraft Corporation. <laughs> Who is this? This is your stockbroker, short-term, long-term, capital and gains. Listen, did you buy me U.S. rubber? Yes, sir. Good. Did you buy me continental sugar? Yes, sir. Good. Merge them and we'll have a new company, the Riley Bubblegum Corporation. (laughs) Millie? Millie? Where's my secretary? Here I am, sir. (laughs) What kept you? These chains are heavy. Millie? How much money have I got in the bank? Seven billion, four hundred million, eighty hundred. All right, all right. Never mind the small change. Take a memo. (laughs) Cut all salaries 50%, including yours. Oh, no, you can't. We're all starving now. Today, ten workmen fainted from hunger. Doctor me Chadala for the time they were out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're ruthless. Flattery will get you nowhere. Riley, old pal. What are you doing here, Gillis? Riley, you gotta help me. The sheriff's foreclosing the mortgage on my house today. What? I'll have his job for this. Millie, call the mayor and tell him to fire the sheriff. Oh, thanks, Riley. I told him to foreclose yesterday. (laughs) Riley, help me for old time's sake. Come, come, Gillis. It's not the end of the world, so you haven't got a house, but you still have a job here. That's right, boy. You get a salary every week? Yeah, that's right. Don't you feel better now? Yeah, I feel fine. You're fired. (laughs) Oh, Riley, you can't do this to me. I just did it. Okay, Riley, I'm gone. But remember, whatever happens, you're responsible. 
This'll teach him. Next time I ask him to lend me $10 for a tuxedo. What was that, Millie? Gillis just shot himself. What nerve on company time yet? Out of my way. <laughs> Gillis. I just blew my brains out. Please make me an executive. <laughs> Okay, you're an executive. Five hundred a week. Oh, Riley, darling, thanks, thanks. And now you're fired. <laughs> Where's my butler, LeBlanc? Here I am, sir. Where are my martinis? Here they are, sir. Twelve. Are they dry? Very dry. Not dry enough. Look, my finger's wet. <laughs> Take another dozen. Uh, Riley, why are you torturing me like this? First you ruined me, took away my airlines, then you hired me as your butler. And all I do is make martinis. Ten hours a day, I make martinis for you, but you never drink them. I can't stand it any longer, Uncle. Mad, 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 do you hear? Mad! He shot himself. Oh, ruthless, everybody shooting themselves on account of you. Why do you do it? I own the Riley Revolver Company. (laughs) It's good for business. I'm ruthless. And I'll go on being ruthless, no matter how many people I drive to their graves. But nobody will drive me to my grave. Would you care to bet? (laughs) It's you. Yes, it is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. What are you doing here, Digger? I've come to straighten you out. (laughs) I don't need straightening out. Let me be the judge of that. You must mend your ways. Stop treating your employees so harshly. Otherwise, they'll retaliate. No, they won't. Mine did once when I worked them too hard. They stole a sign from a beauty parlor and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was mortified. Why? What did the sign say? Try one of our mud packs. (laughs) I'm warning you, Riley. Change or you'll end up disastrous slack. I can't change. Now, Digger, I don't want to. I'm going places. Nothing can stop me. I'm on my way up. You're on your way, all right, but you're going in the opposite direction. (laughs) I warn you, Riley, someday your epitaph will read, Here lies Riley. He was ruthless, mean, and grim. He walked all over people. Now they're walking over him. I gotta be ruthless. I'm doing it for my wife and kids. That's not true. You're doing it for yourself. Peg, what are you doing here? I've come to tell you that I'm leaving you, ruthless. No. No, you can't do that. I'm doing this all for you. Didn't I give you beautiful homes, jewels, yachts, clothes, a mink swimming pool? Yes. (laughs) But all I ever wanted from you was love. But you were too busy being ruthless. I'll change. I'll learn how to be a lover again. I'll take lessons. It's too late. I found love elsewhere. Who is he? Who is he? He's only a poor but honest riveter right here in your own plant, Carl Stevenson. Well, this is goodbye, Ruthless. Carl and I are leaving on our honeymoon. No, no. And the children are coming with us. No, that's not fair. You didn't take the kids on our honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Ruthless. No, no, wait. Peg, come back. Peg, Peg, I can't live without you. Peg, wait. Peg. Peg, Peg, come back. Riley, Peg. Riley. 
Wake, wake up. Well, you're having a bad dream. Huh? Oh, well, well, oh, oh, Peg, Peg, tell me, is it true that you're in love with a poor but honest riveter? I certainly am. (laughs) Who? You. Me? You've been having a nightmare. Wait a minute. You mean I ain't a millionaire? You? (laughs) And I ain't hated by everyone? Of course not. And I'm still myself? You're still yourself. What a revolting development this is. The Rileys will return in just a moment. Well-groomed hair is Prell-groomed hair. And that's why millions of folks all over America shampoo with Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Prell gives hair that well-groomed look in two ways. By leaving hair radiantly lovely and radiantly clean as well, free of unsightly dandruff. Yes, Prell removes such dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. In most cases, even stubborn dandruff was controlled by only two Prell shampoos a week. Your Prell shampoos are economical, too. Yes, Prell goes farther than any known shampoo, cream, or liquid because it's more concentrated. Prove it for yourself. Ask for Prell. P-R-E-L-L, Prell shampoo, leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in a tube, handy too. P-R-E-L-L, Prell shampoo. better now, Daddy? You look bad before, Pop. Oh, I feel great now. Oh, this is the way to spend New Year's Eve, Peg. Right here on the bosom of your family. Bebsy, uh, Bebsy, get me a Coke. Huh? But, Riley, you just had tea. Well, I'm mixing my drinks. <laughs> yes, sir, tonight I'm living. It isn't everybody I meet who can say that. Well, Digger. Daddy, you come in? I was just passing by. Saw the light. So I thought I'd wish you a Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) And now that the old year has passed away, I suppose you've made a wish for the new year, eh, Riley? You bet I have, Digger. You know what I wish? I wish that every father in the world could have as wonderful a family as I've got. Oh, Daddy. Ah, Yes, I got the sweetest daughter. Oh, Daddy. The nicest boy. Oh, Pop. And the prettiest, cutest wife in town. Oh, Riley, you're embarrassing me. Well, don't be embarrassed, Dumpler. It's a pretty small town. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if you want the truth, I've got the dearest husband there is. Now, Peg. And I've got the handsomest father. Oh, bad. Yeah, I got the smartest pop in the neighborhood. Oh, June. Well, you are, Pop. Well. I shouldn't say it, but I am. (laughs) I gotta admit it. I made a resolution this year to always tell the truth. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Procter and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Shipp, Alan Lipscott, and Dick Powell. 
Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for more radiant hair, free of unsightly dandruff, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Would you like to keep your dainty lingerie lovely longer? That's my problem. I certainly would, but how? Well, you can be sure that your lovely lingerie is safe in snow. Yes, safe in... Wonderful ivory snow. Pretty lingerie can stay lovely longer with ivory snow care. Your hands will tell you why. Just wash dishes with ivory snow as millions do. See how ivory snow pampers your hands. Then you'll know it's extra kind to lovely lingerie. It's the only soap both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. There's just no other soap like ivory snow. So use the soap especially made to keep lovely lingerie lovely longer. Wonderful ivory snow. And this is Ken Niles wishing you a happy new year on behalf of Procter & Gamble, sponsors of The Life of Riley. See you next week. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.